numbers in the rafters. It's Al Hamilton. Al, good to see you. Nice to be seen. Thanks for <laughs> How did I know he'd make me laugh? I should have been more prepared for that. Uh, good to see you. Thanks a lot for dropping by. Uh, you, are, you remain a keen observer of the game. Uh, Crosby, McDavid, what comes to your mind when you hear that's the matchup? Well, uh, automatically you got two superstars that are, have been dominant. Um, there's not, uh, if I was picking, able to pick either one, I don't know which one I would take because, uh, you know, Sid's established such a, such a history already. And, and Connor, well, what, what can you say? He comes out of the gate like that. And, I mean, the other night when it was a 4-1 game, I was going to walk away, and I thought, you know, I can't walk away from this guy because he'll do something in the next two periods that'll make me glad I stayed and watched. Well, then he turned it on in the third period. Well, nowadays it's Connor versus Sydney, and then I know that Reed and Bob earlier talked about the Gretzky versus Mario. Well, your generation's a little bit before that. So when you were going through your beginning of your career, who were the, if there was two guys that go head-to-head, that would be the two that you had to watch? Well, they always, uh, Montreal was dominant when I first broke in the NHL with New York, uh, and John Beliveau was was uh, a superstar. We had the Frank Mahovliches, and of course, there's Gordy. So uh, Gordy and, and John Beliveau, I thought, were the class of the league, and... Uh, and there was obviously other great players. I was so fortunate in the years I played there. As my rookie year in New York, my roommate was Terry Sawchuk, and he probably taught me more about playing defense than any coach I had up until that point. So through all, I played through three decades, and was lucky enough to play with Gretz and play with. Paul and Howe on Team Canada and playing, I guess, play against all these guys, too. Okay, that's interesting that, that, that Sawchuk taught you a lot. Uh, he's a goaltender, so is it like, it's okay if they shoot on me from here, but not from here, or what, what kind of stuff did he, did he fill you in on? Well, he always said, keep the play in front of you, and, and uh, don't, don't chase. If you're caught out of position, just go back to this position and, and let, them, let the play come back to you. Um, and and also positioning. He didn't really want your rear end stuck in his face, so he couldn't see the puck. So was, we were, we could be a little cruder in those days with the way we cleared <laughs> cleared the front of the net. So uh, now you'd, you'd be handcuffed and have six games. Well, was that back? Did he have a mask back then? Uh, Terry had finally put one on. Yeah. Uh, Joe Daly I played with in uh, Buffalo, and he subsequently played with the Jets, was the last guy that uh, that played without a mask. And uh, I, I don't know if Joe was clicking on all cylinders or not at the end. It, was, it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't very wise. No, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> so, I mean, not that they, they don't have other qualities, but McDavid is most associated with speed. Uh, Crosby might be a little more associated with a, some power and puck protection. When you played defense in the NHL, which gave you fits more? Was it the fast guys streaking down the wings, or was the guys who could be really real bulls below the icing line? Well, I always thought that, like, Bellavos was an unbelievable passer, and he, he would dominate the center area, and he always had two little French guys on each side of him. 
that could fly. So you couldn't overplay him, and uh, uh, Mahal was mean and, and uh, ball in the china shop when he wanted to be a great player and, and very skilled. Um, the great players get separated just by their ability to anticipate, and, they're, uh, and uh, they, they're just a couple of steps ahead of everybody mentally. And, and, uh, and what we've watched here, I mean, uh, you see a lot of, uh, of Gretzky and uh, McDavid only, the, the pace that he, the things that he can do at, at such a high, high rate of speed is phenomenal. The other night, uh, the, uh, he picked the puck up with one hand and, and dragged somehow in full flight and dragged it up onto his stick and never missed the stride. I mean, that, that's that's incredible skill. So what's going through the minds right now for, for the defensemen in both dressing rooms? So they got one team's got to worry about McDavid. The other team's got to think about Malkin and Crosby. What would, what would if you're playing against a Belleville, would you and your defensive partners be talking before the game? Would you and the goaltender, here's what we need to do? How, what's going through their minds right now? Well, like, if you, I'm sure they, I know they do a ton of film work and everything. But as an example, uh, the other night I was watching Calgary play and, and Johnny Goudreau coming up the ice. And every time he came up, he tried to beat somebody. So they figured that out and they stepped up and lined up on the blue line and they were picking off his, and breaking. The, their power play was ineffective because he was trying to beat somebody. These guys uh, are persistent on the puck. You can't beat, get beat coming out of the corners. I mean, if you're you're getting beaten the boards, you're going to get beat uh, because if they if they beat one guy, they're so skilled and, and they're going to find the open guy and and, and then uh, then you pray your goaltender's playing real well. <laughs> that always helps too. Hey Al, it's uh, it's absolute pleasure to see you. I hope we can do this again throughout the season. You can visit us anytime you like in Studio 99. Thanks so much for dropping by. That was a pleasure. Good to see you guys. That is Al Hamilton, Edmonton Oilers legend. His numbers here in the rafters at Rogers Place.